0: Welcome back to this episode of Colorful Lives Podcast. It's Tatiana King-Jones, Angela Yee, and Hey Fran Hey. And we're back today to talk the importance of self. That means a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. That means self-image, self-esteem, self-care. Fran is the queen of that. saw me smile when you said it, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is your alley. And I think, really importantly, self-empowerment. Right. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that we've talked about and a lot of experiences we've all been through that have tested our abilities it's also tested our wills and it's tested how we feel about each other like we've talked about the imposter syndrome and how do you make yourself be better than that how do you get across from that how do you get over that how do you make yourself feel that you can be successful and give yourself the tools to be successful Mm -hmm. and as we go along we we see other things that um within the world that actually help us Think more about where we're going in life. That includes representation because lots of times you can't feel empowered unless you see that in the world, unless you see other women doing what you're doing, unless you see Angela making it big with the juice bar and
1: everything Can't else. Wait till, let's put it out there because we
0: going <laughs> to talk that into fruition. Right. <laughs> and, even, and even things like learning how to speak things into existence. Like that's super important. So I think that is definitely a topic that we can just go in on and really come back with some great
2: ideas. You know, self-esteem, I think, is a really important thing to talk about just because, there's just so many different images out there. And sometimes I think as women, we feel like we have to live up to a certain standard. Yes. Instead of being natural and being ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm going to give you guys an example. On the Breakfast Club, we had Dr. Miami come up one day. You mm-hmm. know, he does all the plastic surgery. <laughs> yes. The infamous. Mm-hmm. the infamous. Exactly. And listen, I don't think there's anything wrong if as a woman, that's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't do it. But. There are certain times that things have been available to me. Like I could get something done for free if I just allow you to post it. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Right. (laughs) So imagine that you can get this great surgery that people are paying thousands of dollars for for free. And you have that opportunity. Sometimes you, you think about it. You're like... Of course. Hmm. And then but also I would, being visible. I'm sure people have pointed out what you should get done. Oh, man. They'll be, <laughs> oh yeah. Listen, every day, Charlamagne's like, hey, you need to do this. See? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with... I'm very happy with being a proportionate person. Right. Like, I've never felt like I wanted to be really stand out because my body looks a certain way right I have no problem with wearing a hoodie and jeans every day It's my life you yeah. speaking I yeah. have no problem with that I've never been like super focused I always of course I want to look nice and presentable But I've never felt like I had to be super sexy and appealing in that manner.
3: Right. You know, I mean, I definitely wanted to get my boobs done when I was younger. (laughs) I did. Because I see I wanted to be more proportionate and I'm bottom heavy. Mm -hmm. And now now with age, I'm filling out a little bit more, you know, because when you're in your 30s, your body kind of starts changing. But when I was like a teen or early 20s, I was completely flat chested. I
0: was the same way. Yeah,
3: like, completely. And it was hard. I still am.
2: <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> and it was hard. It was hard to have this like big bottom and then, you know, the top is like nothing.
2: But, you know, yeah. people that I know that are big chested have issues with that, too. Like, yes, I like the fact that I could go out and I have to wear a bra. Right. And go running with a sports bra on that's a size small. And not dealing and with be the back pain, too, right. that I know. Yeah. So there's a bright side to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to realize, like, what they
0: always say, grass is greener on the other side. You're sitting here right. like, oh, I want bigger boobs. And then the woman with the big boobs like, I wish I could get rid of these things. Right. Because right. my back and all this other stuff. And I was like you. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to get a boob job when I get a chance. But then... What did I see? I saw women, beautiful black women, who weren't necessarily have huge, huge boobs. You can look right. at Rihanna yeah, look, yeah. And, and they were happy with themselves mm-hmm. I one of my whole things with Chili Chili from TLC right. like all of TLC all really. of TLC right like just seeing that and seeing people just be good with themselves like regardless of what other people say and like those are prominent people who constantly have people in their ear saying you need to get this done and you need to do that but when you just see them look I'm just gonna live my life and be good and be happy. Then it's just like, well, shoot. If they do that and they could, they good. They're not, you know, they're they not don't missing need anything. Need it. They're not missing anything with the plastic booty. So why
2: do I? Need it? <laughs> also, also, I don't feel like my living is based off of how I look. I know there's people that their looks is basically. Your bread and butter, yeah. If that's what you need to look a certain way, and that's part of what you do for a living, but it's not really what I do for a living. Like I do radio, and yes, people see what we look like. Our videos are online, and people have nasty things to say in comments. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really bother me because it could be a hundred people saying, "Oh, you're ugly. You're disgusting. This, this, and that." But then a few people will be like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. You're such a great role model. I look up to you. Yeah. Right. And, and balance. that's what you focus on. I do, right. You have to put a lot more stock and more weight into that. Into the and up- then plus, percent. I'd be looking at people and being like, oh, you think that? Okay. well, looking- <laughs> right. That's the
0: clapback. That's the online clapback. You know,
2: that's when you retweet them and then you write, enlarges A-V. So they can be like. <laughs> or it'll be like a guy that you would never date anyway that has a nerve to say something negative. Right. And you're like, sir. That is First of, of all, you have no chance ever in life so of course you feel that way
3: <laughs> what, what, what talked me out of getting my boobs done was actually seeing funny enough you mentioned dr miami but i saw a, <laughs> i saw one of the procedures i don't know so what you had to do yes i think yes. it was one of those shows though i don't know if it was online it was like not botched because botch is relatively yeah. new but it was something back in the day mm-hmm. that is similar like surgery based show and when i saw the procedure and how like low key violent it is because they're oh, like man. really rough and aggressive. I was like, you know, I don't really think I need these moves <laughs> that deep. Remember you know? that song, I'm pretty I've mentioned TLC, "I'm Pretty." Yeah. Right. Do you remember that
0: video.
2: What is it? Oh, because they, they showed a surgery. They showed
0: a surgery. I think it was a, a boob job surgery. And then it was just like,
2: whoa. whoa. It was very unappealing. It was <laughs> a lot. And then I'll be scared to like lose sensation and feeling because that could happen too. Yes. True. You they know. say that, yeah, especially
3: if you want to have kids in the future, you can't even breastfeed. Yeah, And then you won't feel a sensation in your nipples either.
0: Right. But I still feel like very open about it. Like if you decide that's what you want and that would make you happy, go ahead and do it. Oh, yeah, of course. I always say just make sure you're doing it for you and not for anybody else because that other people are not sitting there. They're not shooting in the gym with you, per se. (laughs) Like they not sitting in the hospital bed with you they're right. not going to do that with you they're not paying it for you like you're Number going one. you're going through it on your own whether it's the pain the money whatever the case may be so if you're
2: prepared for that for yourself great and plus i also feel like i've never wanted to have surgery unnecessarily like unless it was like mm. some type of life-saving necessary procedure yeah. i'm not really into that i'm not into pain i'm not into recovery right right <laughs>
0: Same and here. I
2: feel like you don't know what the long term effects. Affects. Yes, right.
3: But when I, I mean. but I do think the mommy makeovers. Like I've seen a lot of women that you know having kids is rough on right. the body, and when they I get agree there, with that, I think that's cool. Yeah. I personally think that's good. Cool. Yeah, but mommy
0: makeovers are cool. Yeah, if it's something you want to do. Because I
3: also think it's okay to have your body naturally show that you've had kids. Like mm-hmm. stretch marks and just the journey of like being a woman and the evolution of that and what that means to you. So either way, I think it works. Like you said, it's based on why are you doing it? Yeah. Are you doing it for you, or are you doing it because you want people to look at you differently?
2: Because you know, I have plenty of friends who have had plastic surgery. Same here, right? Plenty. And hey, look—if they're happy with it, they love the way that they look. They love the love—they love the way that their clothes fit. That's great for them,
3: right? Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing too. I've seen women that got their boobs done because they were like a little saggy, and they just sort of they felt uncom- lift, and they out. get uncomfortable when they're having sex or mm-hmm. having to be naked but in front of people, and they feel insecure about how it looks so you know if it bothers you that much that yeah. you don't even feel comfortable taking your clothes off then i get it and I'll let's totally be clear guys
2: just like a naked body period right Visual, <laughs> visual <laughs> all creatures. the things that we are very critical like about stretch marks a real i man, used to be so paranoid about, about stretch marks, marks. <laughs> and
3: i remember dude was like
2: i don't even see those when i you know like when you're naked i'm not looking like, at your stretch you marks. some guys listen if he loves you he'll love everything about you true He'll your be, cellulite he'll be tracing your stretch marks with his hand like oh, <laughs> where does this road lead to <laughs> where does
0: so, this road... <laughs> i call them tiger stripes those right. are my tiger
3: stripes <laughs> but do you guys ever feel pressure with your body though specifically like to look a certain way especially in this instagram age where everyone looks like a doll all you yeah. need is the right
2: angle the right filter and a- <laughs> Right. And you could be anybody In you the right jeans. I'm growing
0: to, like, be less so, so t- t- to think so much about it. Because as time goes on, you realize it takes forever. Like, it takes forever. You got to do your makeup. Then you got to do your hair. And then, as you say, you got to get the lighting together. And then you got to be on three different apps because everyone has three different things mm-hmm. going on. And after a while, it becomes a production. And it's just like, wait
2: a minute. Why am I doing this? I'm always scared to take pictures and then people see you in real life and be like, uh, "You don't look like your picture." That's why I don't <laughs> never alter my pictures. You know, I know people would like face, Let tune. me bring your waist in and do this and, and yeah. As you know. a friend of
3: mine put me onto Facetune because she, I noticed someone of her <laughs> pictures. Yeah, her skin looked unreal, and I'm and I was like, "Dude, what did you do in this picture?" She goes, "You don't know about Facetune." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No." She showed me. She snatched her waist. She made her butt come out a little bit more. Wow. Made her boobs come out. I mean, she literally redid her and tired look off of this one yeah. app. see and then you don't want people to see you and be like like that's not what true false marketing right <laughs> that's catfishing right there like yeah I prefer like, like I've said before because I don't wear makeup I actually prefer you to see me in the raw like this and natural. So when you do you see, see pictures me. online and maybe I do have makeup or I'm in a magazine, you're like, oh, look, she's like, you know, it's the glow up. But you, you, do, see, yes. you, do look, you
2: always look like you have on makeup, even now, which that, is oh, incredible. Nice. Yeah. Very <laughs> How hard is it to go without makeup? Because I don't think like I won't even go to the supermarket without <laughs> some. I put on some tinted moisturizer. Really? Yeah, I get it, though. Yeah, And that, that might be all I wear on the weekend is tinted moisturizer that's still dope and though. some lip gloss and not nothing too heavy but I still don't feel like I would go out unless I had on a hat or some sunglasses or something <laughs> without some tinted moisturizer I at least need that right I mean I think it's something you just have to get
3: comfortable doing because I've definitely been to especially YouTube because it's such a makeup heavy it's such a visual heavy <laughs> right especially yeah. for the gurus yes. like it's a very contour weave yes. um, fashion nova outfits you know like that's, fashion nova right, Like that's the uniform so you <laughs> for me to come in with like thrifted clothes and my hair is just like kind of wild and crazy flipped mm-hmm. to the side and no makeup I stand out a lot and it <laughs> might brow- not always
2: be in a good way yeah. your brows are popping though thank it's, you yes very good thank you right? cause you know nothing makes me feel better than when my eyebrows are done and I done now. when I wax off my mustache and <laughs> right. when my nails are done <laughs> right
0: <laughs> that's the <a> trifecta, <laughs> that's <a> trifecta. <laughs> I usually only wear makeup if I'm going out to events or I'm going out to eat just something where there's a lot of people and the potential for me to be on somebody snapchat I was like maybe right. I need to go put on some makeup but otherwise my when I was growing up my mom always tell me don't wear makeup too early cuz it messes with your skin right true and, and and it will break you out and all this other stuff and and it's just it, it closes your pores and there's a whole bunch of negative stuff if you overdo it so she was always like you don't need that and I like thank her for saying that for years because she was like you're beautiful you really do not need that you that's, guys
2: have great skin thank you thank that's you. the
3: corner I carved out on YouTube though because I have nothing against the beauty gurus obviously I actually think makeup is awesome like yes. when I see the before and afters I'm right. like what the hell it's makeup like is sorcery amazing. and Let's it be clear lo- <laughs> makes you look so beautiful but I did think it was important to also show women And men, whoever wants to use makeup, that you should be taking care of your skin, though. You shouldn't be using makeup to cover up, you know, um, things that you're unhappy about, you know, because the makeup isn't actually going to help in any way. Would it be weird if you dated a guy who wore makeup? A guy who wore makeup? um
2: <laughs> she's like let me repeat that back i mean is I'm he like, an actor or no right? he's just like, like foundation has- contour just a little oh the, uh, no you're taking it too far <laughs> i didn't say contour now contour maybe brow what if some, some well, uh, tinted moisturizer what if he did that in some I powder to me there's no difference than people who tan
0: like you're, you're just basically
2: tanning i mean then again i don't know any black guys who tan <laughs> Because what if he, like, gives you a hug and then some of his makeup gets on your oh, shirt? Oh, girl,
3: no. <laughs> you
2: wake up in the morning, he's like, Is that dude, mine you or yours? Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to photo... What if he's, like, a model and you're going to photo shoots? I mean... <laughs> Maybe like I like okay so maybe not makeup but I like when men do like manscaping stuff so where like right. their eyebrows you no know, they don't look like Ernie and Bert
2: with the eyebrows shave <laughs> the chest hair a little something something doing so yeah. like the Dominican men though they get the arch too get a nice arch <laughs> under your no arms shade. So they shave I love y'all, their y'all
3: underarms. Y'all my peoples
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh I think so. some guys that's fine like some guys like they'll shave the chest and the underarms and and whatever else even further some <laughs> even further but the love below (laughs) that's okay that's actually okay because that's the look you want you want to be clean and crisp especially if you work out that makes everything else look bigger okay
2: wink wink yeah (laughs) shave it down (laughs) now another thing that's been really big on social media is people trying to say okay I have this GoFundMe account You know, I have this. I've been getting that a lot lately. Like, I'm trying to go to college, and I want to do a scholarship, and it's been really hard. I don't know how to, to believe certain people. One woman hit us up, and she was saying that her kids, you know, their house is all run down. Their appliances are all broken. She has eight kids, and she needs some help financially. And you're like, wow, my heart goes out to you. But how do I know this is real? Well, You don't,
0: (laughs) and it depends on what it depends on what platform they're doing it on. Like if you're talking about an Indiegogo, a Kickstarter type of thing, obviously there's a lot of hoops they have to jump through to even be eligible to be on there. Um, some GoFundMe areas, like especially now, because they've had a lot of scams, a lot of Joanna scammers come up on there (laughs) that they've started to incorporate rules and checks to make sure that you're not just asking for money to go to the Beyonce concert or anything like that. Like (laughs) you're actually They, 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 they try. Like so, for instance, like recently, uh, a young guy, like he got a bunch of money because he was homeless but going to college. Oh, I remember right. that. It was right. a
2: woman actually who started. And it a for woman him,
0: a started it for him, but then. But what, they, what I've learned is that they go behind the scenes, GoFundMe or whomever else, the other platforms, they go behind the scenes and really check to say, okay, where's this money going? And if this is for educational purpose, show us that you're a student. Like they really like will check. So in some instances you can tell, in many you can't. However, I do applaud people who take their lives to their own hands. So if it is something righteous and genuine, like wanting to go to school or wanting to do um, a college uh fun then great like i i'm willing that like if you're showing me that you have a plan and you're gonna execute it and fine can you do a GoFundMe me for any reason like if i was like people have people do i I've joked with beyonce concert but that's real like people there was this one <laughs> there was this one girl who did a GoFundMe me to go to the mayweather fight uh last year the Oh, movie. i remember oh, wow. that they were going in on her yeah i'm what? just like are you are you serious right now but people reach their goal though People do. And that's the thing. And that's why I'm like, you can't even be mad because people still right. reach their goal. People are like, oh, well, you're cute.
3: I'm going to give you $2 to go to, to it's, Vegas. It's hard, though, because I, I literally get them daily. And they'll right, be like, too. can you post it on, you know, your Instagram or your site? Please help me. And I'm like, if I post yours, it's going to just open a up. Million a million other people are yeah. going to say, hey.
2: So, and so what I do is y. I donate. <laughs>
3: like, I'll donate to specific people. But I am not. I don't usually post, like, people's GoFundMe. GoFund I did let... Uh, post Issa Ray, remember when I she was yes. helping Issa's. with yeah, Alison Sterling? That was incredible. Yeah,
0: if it's a topic or an issue that affects you or something that you feel strongly about, then definitely I'm, I'm gonna be all about it. But like a lot of the personal little stuff, like you want to go take a trip and all that stuff, I mean, unless you're about to go save the whales or something, like I'm not <laughs> probably not
2: gonna help. Oh, so you're with saving the whales though, is it? <laughs> I'm you know, I'm a you know. But um, not, but not Beyonce. <laughs> but concerts. not Beyonce. No.
3: <laughs> but that's what gets hard too, because we, you know, and t- kind of tying it back to this whole thing of representation matters. Yes, we have platforms, yes. so you feel that pressure. Like I know, you know, especially a lot of the young kids that are hitting me up about their textbooks. Or, you know, their living situation might not be the best. And they're looking to us because they see that we're successful and able to have our apartments and our homes and live relatively well, you know, for creatives. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because I want to help. Everyone. Everybody, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like MC Hammer, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I know the young, the young kids are like, who? Yeah, <laughs> I, everybody knows MC Hammer. they right? know MC Hammer. <laughs> well, long story short, MC Hammer was a huge rapper that ended up losing his entire fortune because he hired like all of his cousins, all of his too many dances. siblings, too many dancers trying to help his entire hood while he was on tour and was ended up with nothing. But he had a great
2: time doing it. Yeah. But he had, a but, great but time. now
3: I think he's okay. He's okay now. Uh, uh, MC Hammer's involved in a lot of technology a
2: lot of startups
0: he's a huge investor like people like him Nas I
2: actually randomly ran into him during Hurricane Sandy he was staying at the same hotel as us Uh and he was there and we were talking about it Really? Yeah, he actually gets offended that he's the person that everybody uses as the example of somebody. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Somebody. MC. Who... He's not broke
0: anymore, <laughs> but he did have some issues. He's making some smart decisions, but you see what happens <laughs> when you say yes to everything. We right. talked about that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's good that we're talking about all this because I actually had a conversation with Reagan Gomez Preston. Do you know who Reagan Gomez I is? I do. We have the same I birthday. I love Reagan. Gomez. Yeah, so she's uh <laughs> she's an actress, producer, director. She does a lot of different things and we had a long discussion a great discussion she dropped so many gems where she talked about things like representation she talked about the crowdfunding and Mm -hmm. how that worked for her and how she's actually used it to take herself to another level in her career because she's on like a whole new path and she thanks technology for that like that's been a huge part of her life and in her family's life as well she has a series right that she actually did
2: crowdfunding to, to get done.
0: Yeah, she had a web series and she has a horror series called um, Surviving the Dead, which is kind of like um, Walking Dead but meets, you know, people of color.
3: Right, <laughs> so, yeah, no, you know, actually it makes it more about real. it.
0: Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's so incredible how she's utilized all of these tools and all these platforms to become more successful and to drive her new career. And I'm going to let you guys hear some of it now. So I'm talking here with Reagan Gomez Preston. You may know her as a phenomenal actress, voiceover artist, and filmmaker. So, who are your favorite actresses, girl? Because you said you, your mom recognized that, telling you. So I know you were really uh, studying. Oh yeah, I
1: love Angela Bassett. Um, yes, I'm on my patio. I don't know if you guys can hear that car alarm, but I love, <laughs> I love Angela Bassett. Um, I remember before I moved to Los Angeles, I went to see The Five Heartbeats. And have you ever seen that movie? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, there is a scene where Robert Townsend's character, Duck, um, has this scene with his younger sister, and he's writing lyrics, and he's throwing them away because he doesn't like the lyrics or whatever, and his younger sister is, like, sweeping the room, and she picks it up, like, this ain't too bad, like, you know, if you put this part with this part, and she starts singing, and of course, she's amazing, Mm -hmm. and I looked at her, I don't even know her name, but... I was like, oh, my God, like, I want to do that. Whoever that is, I can't sing, but just watching her on film, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So shout out to her wherever she is. And we were about the same age. So, you know, she was great. I loved Whoopi Goldberg. Mm -hmm. Jumpin' Jack Flash was like one of my favorite movies ever. Um, So many amazing, amazing actresses that I look up to. And, you know, now that I'm in this, I guess, this... What second part of my life, or yes. the next chapter of my life, with directing? You know, I really look forward to directing some of these women, or discovering some some new talent, um, like like I was discovered,
0: and especially in um, I guess. I don't want to say the word surprise, but but less known genres like you mentioned Angela Bassett right now. she's Big on American Horror Story. Like, yeah, like I mean, and her I mean, it's phenomenal. She's always been just just out of this world as an actress. But to see her just jump into not just many different roles, but many different genres. And she does it with such agility and then yeah. you know and then you've done the same like you know I already mentioned that you you did the whole zombie uh web series the surviving yeah. the dead and yeah. then obviously you had mentioned um when you were on Parenthood you Rosaria but like you're doing a lot and as you said you're you're, you're evolving so yeah. what have or what tools have you used to help you in that evolution
1: social media for mm. sure mm. i mean it's it's crazy when we talk about social media um i've been on social i've been on twitter since 2009 and even Instagram, I was on Instagram in 2011 before anybody else in my house anyway. Um, <laughs> hmm. And uh, I, I have really, I've met so many incredible people, including yourself. Um, and the whole reason I even started writing was because I was on Twitter talking about, you know, Black Hollywood and just, you know, be, my experiences and how, you know, we have to do better. We have to create create more roles for ourselves. And yes. this was back in two, 2000. 10, I want to say. And I wound up connecting with a director, Matthew Cherry, who was like, are we going to talk about it? Are we going to be about it? And a few months later, um, we were in Atlanta shooting a short film that I wrote. And maybe a year or two later, we were doing uh, season one of my first web series, Almost Home, and then season two, and and then Surviving. We shot Surviving in 2014 and 15, and we just released it um, almost a year ago, last Mm -hmm. October. and. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for season two. So that part, as far as me, you know, writing and directing my own content, um, I've really been able to, I guess, flourish on social media. We've been on Indiegogo, which is a crowdfunder, three times. Everybody mm-hmm. has a GoFundMe now, but when we first launched our first Indiegogo back in 2012, it was very new.
2: Yes. We've been on
1: Indiegogo three times, and we've been able to, you know, have fans donate to season one and two of Almost Home and the first season of Surviving. So it's, it's been instrumental in, you know, this process of my career as far as writing and directing and creating content. So it's, it's been so important and so critical and it's funny. Like now (laughs) most TV shows are on Twitter most TV shows have their cast members live tweet shows when they're on. But I remember I think it was um, Scandal who was the first one to kind of really pay attention. Like, fans are really kind of into this show. And now it's kind of, you have to be on Twitter. I mean, if you're not on Twitter, then there's something wrong with you. You, You're not trying to win, obviously. (laughs) You got to go where the people are. That's right. That's right. So Twitter has been just instrumental in in this next chapter of my life, for sure.
0: So we can, I say, we would be correct in saying that tech is very transformative.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Especially for someone like me. You know, I've been in the business um, over 20 years now. And as far as, you know, being a black actress in this business, like agencies and agents and management and your representation, they're not that supportive as far as helping you try. Unless you're a list, they're not support- that supportive as far as helping you like, oh, you have a script. OK, let's mm-hmm. find the funding. Let's get it done. It's kind of like you're on your own. To figure it out. So it was very um, helpful to me to be on social media and see other people who were already kind of on YouTube with web series like, oh, okay, they doing it. This is going on. Right. Okay, cool. So I can do it too. So it was very instrumental. And you have that support there. You have that support, you know, when you come home from a long day of auditioning. You didn't get, you, you know, you have bad <laughs> notes. Everybody's like, whatever, whatever. And you to get on your timeline and everybody's like, I've, you know, been a fan of you for a really long time. I love surviving. When are we going to get season two? Like, you need those kind of things, especially being a black woman in this business when everybody's kind of like, you're not, you're not skinny enough. You're not, you're not thick enough. You, you're not, you know, all of the, the negativity that you get every day, your scripts aren't good enough. I don't see your, your, your story. I don't really connect with it. So you need, definitely need that support. Um, you definitely need that support every day. So it's, yeah. it's definitely been life changing for me.
0: Yeah. And, and I think it also helps push us to be more independent. And, oh, for sure. And while there there obviously there are the horrors of the Internet, it also helps you to be more confident as well. Because you, as you just said, you learn that you can do a lot of stuff on your own. You don't necessarily need the backing of a huge and company. You know,
1: exactly. And you know what's been so interesting? When I go speaking from a director's point of view, when I mm-hmm. go into meetings about surviving or almost home or whatever, it's kind of like the music business, how nobody knows what the they're talking about (laughs) It's the same thing people swear they know what they're talking about and i'm like well i'm on twitter during these shows i've been live tweeting the walking dead and all these other shows since season one and i know that there is an untapped market out there for you know content sci-fi content fantasy content people want to see more uh, people of color and specifically more women of color and black women starring in these roles, not just being the backup. Like I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. But these people, they have no idea. They're so disconnected from reality. It's kind of like when the Oscar so white thing happened. Right. And literally people were doing interviews about it, like completely not getting the point. And we're still getting movies like this Matt Damon movie that's about to come out where he's like the creator of the Great Wall of China and he's fighting <laughs> it. Like, yes, how are girl. we still getting these movies oh, my God. even after Oscar So White? Now, granted, I'm assuming they went into production way before Oscar So White and Black Lives Matter and all that. But. I mean, people are so the power players and the people in the power positions. They're completely out of touch. They have no idea what's going
0: on. They're not on the ground.
1: No, they're not at all. And they definitely have no idea what people of color and what black people are thinking. What we want to see. What we'll support. Right. They. They don't know.
2: Well, Reagan Gomez is one of the first people that I remember on social media actually using crowdfunding for her series. And she always has been really great on using Twitter as a platform. Like you really get to see a lot of her personality. She's always very into politics, expressing her opinion. So that's one person I would say that worked great for her. Yeah,
0: and she actually used it as an educational tool as well. Like her and I, we talk a lot just about how to learn how the business works, how the new digital media works, and how to get ahead in it because there's not enough representation of people of color in it. And as she said, like she spoke to Matthew Cherry, like she used her network. She learned about new people. She, she became Uh, friends and have relationships with these people who have the tools and have the skills to be able to build new things and i just think that's amazing
3: yeah and i love the idea of it being an online network because i saw the crowdfunding link and i posted it on heyfriendhey.com because one of the biggest things that i love to push for is black business right so i saw that she wrote like an amazing description on her crowdfunding where she explained exactly where every dollar was going to go towards. She gave an incredible background on producing shows and web series and what it takes you know and which I a lot of it I was like wow I didn't realize it took that much work you know that much of a team effort I should say yeah. and even just the technology the gear the equipment you know so many of the the smaller details that I think we tend to overlook because we're like oh you don't need that much you know you can just put a camera but yeah, it's like no, there's like, this, like one camera <laughs> right, and then somebody edits it on the laptop right <laughs> and a rodeo mic you know but it was nice that she kind of broke it down in a way that you're like you know what I want to contribute to this project and the representation aspect of it because she has been in the business for 20 years. So who would know better than her how hard it is to book auditions and book gigs and it's something that you hear all the time. So I was excited to contribute in whatever way I could to getting yes. to to spreading the word. I should say on helping this this staff and and cast of people of color kind of bring this project to fruition. And what you're saying is
0: what I I'm learning and hoping that people are learning as well that you have to put your money where your mouth is. Absolutely, like you want more people of color on TV and in movies doing different types of roles, not then just contributing. The then you have to contribute and look at stuff and don't take stuff like that for granted. It takes a lot of money to do anything that's on a, on a larger scale. Right. Absolutely, and especially it, if you want to do it well exactly when you want to do it well so is you have to vote with your dollars like that's fine if you want to watch the Marvel movie but also support the independent media guy who's doing like an, an amazing independent indie film that <laughs> right unfortunately, he may not get as much push because he
2: doesn't have the money for it. And it's great that you can come up with with different unique ways to accomplish things instead of saying, oh, I can't get anybody to give me any money. Oh, I can't find somebody to support me in this. No, she figured out a way that she was going to make it work and get it done. And sometimes it is a lot longer, harder of a road, but I do believe that if you really, really have your heart and mind set to doing something, you can figure it out. And she did. Yeah. And I know
3: a lot of web series and web based projects, sometimes people will be like, oh, look at this crappy, <laughs> you know, like it looks bad. Or they'll laugh at the camera work. And I'm like, yo, these people are trying. You know, heart, right but it. a lot of times you just don't have the money to step the game up, like most people in the comments <laughs> will say to them. Right. So and you got to start dope. somewhere.
2: Yeah. You have to start somewhere to hopefully definitely get seen, investors. I've definitely seen web series that started off a little shaky <laughs> right? but it got a lot better as they got more experience and as they grow and you grow with them. And
3: more help and visibility so that's why I think it's like I said it's awesome to have crowdfunding as an option but also have the network that gets the link of your crowdfunding yeah. out so that people can really help you get these projects out. And once you get to that point you're basically building a
0: business and you're becoming your own boss and when you get to that place it's just like what are the tools and what are the skills you need to be your own boss because all of you or all of us, we have different ventures we're working on that um, are in various stages, you know, and even projects on proper projects. So how do you, Tell me about what it. do you need? To, <laughs> what do you
2: need? What are the s- tools? What are the skills that people need to become their own boss? You have to be organized because i think that's one of the main things. Yes. Is girl. getting back to people, answering emails, staying on top of things, making sure you get certain things accomplished every day. I know for me i always have to like make a list of all the things that i have to do in order to make sure i get them done or Listen, i forget. Lists are everything. Write it down.
3: <laughs> Having a mission statement Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think that's something people tend to overlook because I mm-hmm. think you can, especially if you're someone who's good at a lot of things. Right, it's very easy to want to do them all just because you're good at them. Because you're good at them, and it's hard not to want to do that. Because you're like, oh, I can sing, I can write, I can dance. It's <laughs> just like, okay, that's great, but I think it's also important to figure out how you can become the master of something first and kind of set um, a tone of who you are especially in the online world, like, who are you? What do you represent? What's your role? So, and then after that, you can kind of, you know, uh, expands over time to the yeah. different things like I've done. Like, I started out with the blogging, and then I went into YouTube, and then I went to podcasting. But one thing, regardless of which platform that has stayed the same, is the wellness aspect. Right. You know, and so that's my mission that's your statement. Core. That's my core um, That's my core base. That's exactly what I am trying to get out and get accomplished. So I think it's important to have and it doesn't have to be narrowed down that specifically, obviously. But I do think it helps when you know who you are and can kind of navigate spaces already feeling that way because
2: it it adds to your confidence in what you can offer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I have friends who are all over the place. They call like, it the forward slash. Generation. Getting a little, this, <laughs> a little bit of money doing this, a little bit of money doing this, a little bit of money doing this, and I'm like, "Yo, when you have to get good at something, and you're not going to do yes. that if you're doing 20 different things and none of them are related to each other. And you can
3: do those 20 things later. You know, that's the beauty of it. But like, I
2: think sometimes people do things just to make money too,
3: right? To stay afloat. You have, to have an end
2: goal in mind, right? Like you can't work retail. And do real estate and, you know, I mean, like I have friends that are doing a million different things and be a writer and do that's like a whole bunch of different things, but they're not related to each other and you're not passionate about any one of them.
0: Right. Then that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm stressful I, and very stressful. And that's why I find the importance in time management. Like that's really key, especially to become your own boss, because Again, time is the most precious commodity that you have, and you have to know what's important and what will give you further to your goal versus what's fluff. And as you said, what's stuff that you're not necessarily passionate about that you're just doing for the moment? Because right. that moment money is not going to last. Like, you, you'll have your $200 now, but then what? <laughs> like, where are you going? Like, yeah,
2: your rent might be paid for a month, but then what? One of the most valuable things I ever learned is really not to do a job just for money. Because that's happened to me twice where I was like, okay, I'm going to take this job. And I need to, it's more money than what I'm doing now. But at least, you know, I need to make some more money because we all think that we all want to make more money. And I was so miserable every day I woke up and I said, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> I don't feel every day. Oh. I was like, should I call out? I would lay in bed for like 20 minutes. That's how you like know. How many no. days do I have? <laughs> not Maybe you, I should boo. drag myself out of here and go to work. And that's the worst feeling in the world. I would so much rather not make a whole lot of money, but at least I go to work and I feel like I'm advancing and doing things that I enjoy. That's, you know, it's good for me mentally, but to get up and go to work and hate it every single day, it's a nightmare.
3: Yeah. I mean, when I was blogging, I didn't have ads on my site and I've barely had like a hundred views in the beginning of a month you know mm-hmm. it's something that I was passionate about though so what happens I think is when you are you feel so strongly about something people can sense it and feel it and it yeah. just kind of starts to permeate around you and everyone's just like yo she's really into this and it can't help but grow
0: and if you have enough dedication that passion can turn into profit you
3: can it usually does I mean look at you friend right. like, no, perfect example. <laughs> yeah. perfect I'm sitting example. here in my
2: Tim's on right now like I <laughs> (laughs) Oh, and that brings me to the. There was this movie that I saw, right? Presenting Princess Shaw. So it's a woman from New Orleans and she was a singer. I don't know if you guys saw this documentary, but it was incredible. So basically they said that they were going to be doing a documentary on different people on YouTube. And she was one of the artists that was on YouTube. She could sing really well, but she was getting like 15 views on her videos like nobody Was watching these videos. She was to the point where her lights, electricity, everything got turned off in her house while while they were filming her. So the lights just go out. Wow. And she's just, it was miserable. It was really, you're like, oh my gosh, when is she going to catch a break? Right. Right. So then it turns out she was in Atlanta. She had traveled to Atlanta. She's like, I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to Atlanta. You know, she went there. Didn't really have a place to stay. She had some issues with her family at home, like with being abused and all of that. So she gets there and she's outside and she's just sitting there and she would just sing like into her computer and it would be on YouTube and it wouldn't really get any views, but she still kept doing it. Then this guy who was like, a he would take different YouTube clips. It would be like somebody playing the piano, somebody playing the drums, mm-hmm. somebody singing and mash it all together oh, yes. and make it into a song. So He did her vocals over all of this and all of a sudden she's sitting there and she's looking at her phone and she's getting all of these like YouTube views. like Thousands and thousands and she doesn't know what's going on and then she sees that somebody did her song Mm -hmm. and made it into that and then she was like traveling, doing shows. But the point is, she was very passionate about what she did. She wasn't making any money at it. But she didn't stop and she had a lot of talent and then something happened and I love that documentary actually made me cry while I was watching it because I felt... So happy for her. Here she is. She's a great singer, loves what she does. Somebody saw her talent, put it up on YouTube, did a mashup, and next thing you know, and that's
3: how it happens. That's mm -hmm. like that meme. Have you guys seen it where the guy's digging and digging and he's like so tired? He's about to give up, but the carrot is like right there. And and it was like usually right when you want to give up because he literally had one scoop of soil left and he would have hit the carrot, but he was like over it and he wasn't going to do that scoop and i i, that, I don't know that meme i was I like yeah exactly that's so real cuz it's usually right when you think that it's pointless that something in life shifts. You know, right. you just have to kind of keep pushing through those moments.
2: And you can't, like, there's a lot of people who also complain about things not working out, but they're not really trying that hard. That too. Right. Or, <laughs> you gotta be honest with
0: yourself about how much you're actually
2: doing. People like, oh, I'm going hard. Nah, you're not really going Sometimes hard. Sometimes people have too much pride, too, to ask for help. For and help. I, that's an issue help. that I see God. a lot of times with people. And this actually just happened with somebody that I used to work with, and he's doing really badly and I had no idea but part of the problem is that he's very talented, has a lot of great relationships but didn't want to tell anybody that things were bad and that he needed help. Hmm. Sometimes if you say I need help and I'm like, okay, I worked with him, he's super talented, let me put some feelers out there and see how can I help him out. I would definitely do that.
3: Right. I'm the same way. I'm bad with asking for help. Right. But I've learned that there are people around me who are mm-hmm. great at what they do and can actually contribute if I just ask, you know, to to things that I can contribute because that goes back to the idea of network. Yeah. You know, like I have friends who... I personally can't do graphic design to save like for the life of me. Mm-hmm. But if that's their thing and I and you can create a barter system too. Let's say if you don't have the money, you can say, Listen, you know, I'm doing this project, but if you have this skill set and we can kinda trade, it right. doesn't always have to go back to finance. You guys can help put a spot spotlight on each yeah. other.
0: And not yeah, and not only that, you're you're with people who wanna see you win like right. surround yourself with it and and people say my team but it could be anybody It could be one person surround yourself yeah. with it with people who want to see Even you your win. mom right your mom anybody who <laughs> my wants people, mom wants me to win too. right and that's yeah. my biggest fan people right there who want to see you win will make sure they they do what's necessary to
2: help you win and then vice versa as well and sometimes you got to put it out there how would we know that you need help if you, you never don't said say it? Anything. or how would i know you're looking for a job if you didn't tell me. Now I can keep you in mind if you tell me, hey, I'm looking for this, this, and that. Now when someone says to me, hey, do you know anybody that would be good for da 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 da," I have somebody in mind because such and such told me. I've had to do that in life. When I was working at Sirius and I knew I wanted to get out of there, I had to tell people, listen, if you know of anything, people might not have thought I was looking for a job. They're like, okay, she's doing really well. Right. She's doing the morning show. But sometimes you have to kind of plant it like, hey, if you hear of anything, I, I want you to keep me in mind. I don't want you to think that I'm not interested in doing other things. And sometimes you have to let people know. And you know
3: what? That ties into the self-care conversation, too. Because mm-hmm. I think one thing that the Internet does is that it shows everyone's highlight reel. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you're putting your best face forward at all times when in reality. You see you- my best dunks. <laughs> 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 when in reality yeah. you could be crumbling you know and I know even a lot of us might be sad or down and we still put a selfie with a smiling where it's like you know that wasn't even real girl why you put that up <laughs> but it's just a habit of the internet and I think that's something that why people don't ask for help? Because they want to maintain this highlight reel online. They don't want to crack that profus-
2: It's a pride vibe. thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, yeah. I'll never be sad on social media. I am never, ever going on there and being, <laughs> I don't <laughs> trust y'all. Social media will make you want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust don't you Don't get on there and that's be upset true. about nothing. There's all, that's, that's true. But there, there is also, <laughs> there's also,
0: there's some support out there as well. Like, there is. Re- but, but when you're in um a safe space.
3: Yeah, I mean the internet is tricky because sh- opening up difficulties in yeah. your life that might it not has be to the be a best safe place. Space. But right. I think the way that I've done it, especially because my brand does cover mental health, right, is that I only speak on the things that I've managed to work through. I see. So it's so in a moment. So in a way, you're not catching me in the raw moment of whatever I'm going through. I've right. already worked through it. So now while I'm fragile, right now while I'm <laughs> fragile, because I don't think the internet is the best place to show that, but. I can also help those that are going through it. I always say, let's not bond in misery. Like, I'll share the misery with you, but I don't want us to just stay there and be like, yeah, girl, me too. It's like, no, look, these are the steps, though, that I have gone through to get over it. And maybe by me sharing that and being open and vulnerable about the hard spaces I've been in, you can figure out a way to pull yourself out. So in that way, I do think it's important to not only show the highlight reel because it creates this really unrealistic, right, like lifestyle that everyone watching you it's just completely unattainable how do you how do you do
0: that when that's the world that's what that's what internet and social media is it's the bright and the shiny and the cheery right how do you combat that like how do you how do you
3: become real I mean, I've made a brand out of it, you know, down to being able to walk in here with my jeans and my Tim's. (laughs) Like, because I just refuse to conform to patterns and formulas of success because I think if I can show you an alternative, that's going to make a way bigger impact for people watching. Even an event I had the other day it made me so happy to walk into a room with little girls seeing like, who's that one, you know, pointing at oh. me like she one of these things is not like the other. Because <laughs> <laughs> me, in a, you know, with a group of YouTubers, it's just a very different conversation. Yes. But I was happy that I gave that the little girls that mm-hmm. empowering feeling of like you can actually completely be you yes. and still make it. And you don't have to conform to the formulas that are online because while I love a lot of online influencers and I'm proud of us for opening doors and showing people the different creative fields that they can, you know, step into that they might not have been aware of. But I also know that there are a lot of formulas online and people think they have to follow those formulas. So I think it's important that more of us. Um, represent ourselves as we are authentically, so that people can feel okay being themselves too. You give people permission to do the same.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that reminds me of people like Gabby Douglas, right? Um, killing it. You know, kill, crazy amazing gymnast that has to deal with really stupid, stupid right. things like people talking about
3: her hair, her edges. Like, her her edges. why does why? that matter? And she's a gymnast. She's done some
2: incredible things that none of us could ever accomplished she's like flipping and we're three worried about her hair she's flipping like three times in the air like, and you're talking about her edges like i don't
3: even look at that crazy like good francesca lee says it's like well why are you sitting there she's not sitting on the couch with you
0: <laughs> she's <laughs> talking about ray Jessica. ray down the block like she over there in rio it's like she's 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 living her life and and actually forming an example for other young girls under other, other girls of every color too because gabby is it. Simone right? Biles
3: is it. The black girl magic is it. Did you see the picture of the little girl? I don't know if you guys saw it because it went viral. I think it was uh, what's her name? Simone? The one that won the swimming competition? I'm not aware of her last name. The other Simone. The The other other Simone.
2: (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Right, but she
3: she was on the TV accepting her medal and there was like a little girl, a little black girl had to be like four years old with her arm up in the air in excitement. And I was like, see, that's representation matters. Like to be little and see people that look like you accomplishing amazing things and even contributing to history. Simone Manuel. Simone Manuel. So, you know, that is important. And I think that's why it ties into... This entire conversation of yes. networks helping representation like this is how we make change and this is how we create like they say the change
2: that And you we got to give each other see. we got to give each other props all the time too.
3: True. When something incredible
2: happens, you know what bothers me the most? I love Serena Williams so much and I hate when people have the nerve to say anything how can you say anything negative about Serena Williams? I don't understand. Like, things or, like that I don't understand. I think her body is amazing. Me I think too. she's amazing and when people have the nerve to Say like disparaging. I like what is wrong with y'all? This people woman are crazy. Is
3: changing history too in fitness? <laughs> that that is it's nuts. I
0: mean Misty Copeland's another one. I mean oh, I right. love Misty Copeland. Changing the face of of ballet and dance and making literally history. Just like the, knocking down doors and being the first person, the first black
2: woman. She even and, had her
0: own Barbie. And you worried about somebody's eyebrows? Like girl.
3: Bye.
0: <laughs> like go with that foolishness down the block because no one cares about your
2: eyebrows when you're making history, okay? <laughs> and part of it I think is that people try to be funny really hard.
3: Yeah, I mean a lot I of I it think, is I, think just, people are yeah, comedy. I think it's the comedy of it because people just want RTs. But I also think when you view when you're watching someone, accomplishing their dreams if you know that you have not been pushing yourself hard to do it as you want that's gonna trigger you you know it's gonna trigger you and when people are triggered what do they
2: do they lash out
0: oh lord jesus
2: oh get out there and accomplish something to stop (laughs) 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 so i always say one of the most important things is to give props like when we see other women other our brothers our sisters doing something positive something great Post it. Give them props. Yes. I talk about it on the radio. We try to focus on some great things that are happening. Because there's a lot of negative things happening in the world. Right. And All day long. We'll never run out of... running out of. Okay, English. <laughs> <laughs> we will never run out of those stories. Right. We won't. But there's also some great things happening. And with some great achievements that we've been accomplishing. Even in this room alone. Absolutely. Even the fact that you are listening to this podcast shows that you're showing
3: up not only to support us Mm -hmm. on our endeavors but also to support yourself in whatever way that we can help you get to where you're trying to It always
2: means a lot when people tweet us. Yeah. I was
0: going to say leaving comments and tweeting and calling and texting like you guys are really making us understand that we are helping make a difference. We're helping to learn and grow within ourselves and we're helping you as well and then hopefully we will all together grow and become our own bosses make our own businesses and everything else. Right, that's it's amazing,
2: and you know I always say the most that I can hope for is that every single year I want to do something accomplish something more than I did the previous year yeah and that's uh, and you know Mm -hmm. I've done that like I've every single year something great something bigger something different has happened so I feel like even with this next year I have a lot of things going on all at once Mm -hmm. and just to see the progress that I'm making and then opening up other doors moving forward even for me like I know we talk about the juice bar a lot because it's opening this weekend but um, (laughs) but I just love the fact that we're gonna be in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn I grew up in Brooklyn and I think it's a great role model. Even the guys that I'm working with, you know, with DJ MV, with Styles P, with Leo Amari, all the guys, and that's Nigel. Beautiful. they love the fact that I'm the one woman right. that's involved in this business. They think it's great. Right. They're like we love that we have a, a woman involved. That's going to be a great role model for younger women to see, okay, you can partner up. Plus I give them a nicer touch as far as the decor and everything. <laughs> but you know, and I love the fact that they're so supportive of that. So, I always tell people that when start businesses somebody tweeted me the other day and they were like okay great we see that you can buy a house certain places for twenty thousand dollars but i only have five thousand how do i get in i'm like yo team up with some other people who who are like-minded y'all come (laughs) together form a group a financial group investment group or whatever it is and figure it out and get it going you got to find people that are on your wavelength because if you don't have people around you that are pushing you to do better or that can grow with you, then you're around the wrong people. Absolutely. Yeah, build up the positive
0: reinforcement Mm -hmm. because that encouragement is going to take you far. Like half the time, that's all. You need this encouragement and the people around you that will build with you and you can make it everywhere.
3: They say the five people closest to you say a lot about where you're headed. Yes. You know, so
2: definitely take note of that. Uh (laughs) Make some changes. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, listen, ladies, this was really fun. It was. It was an
3: awesome conversation. I love talking about representation. Yeah. And I'm always learning. Every time I'm in here with you guys, always. I see you taking notes, oh, girl,
0: the whole time. <laughs> Wait, she be
3: taking
2: mad notes. Right. Out. I'm like,
0: what is I'm like, Let me is download it? that app. <laughs> and I to see what she wrote. This. Right. <laughs> i was like, we're not we're not just giving we're not just giving random advice. Like this is something that is applied to our own lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's keep
2: supporting each other, guys. And we definitely will. And I'm sure every single year, I think we should make a, a vow to check in and see where we're at. Yes, accountability. I like partner. to set goals. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Colorful Lives. Make sure you join us in two weeks. Thanks for listening. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and use the hashtag live colorful. That's with two L's in colorful. Alright, so make sure you use the hashtag LiveColorful and you can get in the conversation on social media with us. Colorful Lives presented by State Farm is a
3: Loudspeakers Network production. Our producer is Matt Rez. Our editor
0: is Dwayne Crawford. Our social media coordinator Ellison Podcast is Barry from Podcasts in Color and our executive producer is Chris Morrow. Ooh.